Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. live hello everyone and welcome to the wonderful world of twitch where i am never quite prepared to give this intro because it's late slash early no it's late it's definitely just late um welcome to doomsday dawn the pathfinder playtest module that we know they've concluded but we're still running through because we're as slow. we've established we're it's on brand um and as we have entered a new chapter, we'll be introducing the characters very shortly. <clears throat> we open our scene upon on a, a bar or above it hangs in above the entry way is is symbology to a god of the four origin out back. Hack. There is the smokestack of the actual forge connected to this extensive bar. Um, and where within this bar do we find each of you? Starting with John. Uh, adorned in golden sort of bronze and steel uh, plate armor, uh, I would be sitting at... Uh, probably sitting at a forge, actually, sort of with a with a hammer and chisel, just sort of fine tuning a small piece of metal that I'm that I've uh, that I'm working on. That sort of like just like fine tuning the blade of a dagger, probably um, uh, uh, etching in sort of the last final touches, maker's marks of it with a with a tankard of with a tankard of ale, you know, on the end of the anvil. Because I'm not, I'm not using the entirety of the space, so I may as well also use it like a table at the same time. Uh, long black hair, long black beard that's braided very firmly and traditionally, uh, with a large golden shield, with a large sort of golden brass shield leaning up against the 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 anvil that looks kind of like if somebody's somebody's interpretation of if lions looked like dwarves, uh, but it's still very clearly a lion. 
Uh, and uh, an another battle axe sort of uh, hanging up next to that as well. As I'm just going, sort of engraving it on a dagger and occasionally drinking from a mug. All right. William? Uh, probably nearer to um, more of like a, a general bar area uh, as such exists. Um is uh, a female dwarf um, with sort of um, mid-length to long red hair that is sort of tied up in um, a set of buns at the back of her head uh, with sort of like the, the faintest hint of sideburns, um, wearing what looks like uh, sort of a very... Uh, well-decorated traveler's dress um, with sort of like the sort of like uh, the fur lining across one shoulder and the, the, the very like well-appointed green shirt with uh, like a, the, the sort of the traveling cape, the like the waist cape that's very like sort of fur lined for colder climates um, with the large hammer uh, sort of leaned off to one side as she's having a drink um, with the, the symbol of her deity sort of hanging from a, a clasp on her neck. Um, as she sort of has polite conversation with another person. Um, and Jeremy. All right. So the goblin is also somewhere near the bar um uh has uh, probably a couple of mugs already empty in front of him and has another one in, in his hand uh, he is also in conversation far less polite um so and it's less a conversation than it is him talking and whoever the other person is may have just asked one small like like you know, engage started engaging in polite conversation, and, and has sort of gotten a a a, a diatribe that, that 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 the goblin seems to be fairly experienced in 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 um sort of a when everybody ever hates actually relating it, but assumes everybody wants to know it, and so when they start asking like where did you come from or anything like that. And he's just gotten to... So the gist of it all is when a goblin and an angel hate each other with a passion, but, you know, certain potions of aphrodisiac are involved, you get me. That's how that shit happened. So, so, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like the idea of like someone is like, where did you come from? Like, why are you in yes, this bar exactly. right now? And you just go off with, well. And this is, this, by the way, was the conclusion of about a three or four minute rant. Just kind of like, hey, what brings you here? Well, yep. you know. Absolutely. <laughs> and Jeff. Uh, you see a guy, he looks. He's probably been. He's at the bar with the talking to, or more talking at the bartender, who's probably long since started to ignore him. Uh, it looks like he's probably been there for a while. 
He's got an ale. He's um, the clothes that he has probably at one point were nice looking, but they're a bit grungy, uh, unkept. He has a a beard that's because not that he's really growing it out. It's he hasn't bothered shaving for like three weeks. So, but he's more complaining to the bartender and he reaches these like and then I save these people and I see they have the chest of gold right there and I hear this voice in the back of my head that says give it back it's a chest get a gold right there it's mine and you know what I did I gave it back what the hell is up with this and he just keeps going on about that. It's the Caiaphas Cain of clerics. <laughs> Flynn Rider Part 2. Bye. Um, okay. So, Paneer, as you sort of look down from fussing with a bit of your work, messing with the tools, and look back up to the alcohol nearby, uh, you notice that while you were looking down, a letter with a familiar seal has been perched upon your drink. I will look around, grab the letter, pop the seal with the dagger, and open it up while I, with one hand, just start uh, running the dagger's blade across the sharpening end of the anvil. Okay. Um... The two of you who are at the bar, which I believe is both Zane and Dresha, um, as the barkeep comes around refilling your drinks, offering the bland, and I'm listening sounds to Zane's extended story, um, both of your drinks come with a napkin under which is lay eight envelopes with a, the familiar eye-shaped seal. <sighs> kind of with and a heavy sigh, just kind of <sighs> Because even assassins, can, even assassin messengers can crit fail. Muxi, as you are, are concluding this rant, out of the corner of your eye, you spot a man in dark clothing, perhaps because he is taller than not just you, but most of the bar's dwarven patronage, um, trying to slip a letter into sort of the back of your coat. Okay. Um, uh hold on just i like the idea of the story introducing npc roll a natural one on the give the <laughs> characters the plot role that is pretty right <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's on brand for this for for for, for this group um, uh yeah he's just gonna He's just gonna sigh to himself and stand up, reach over, 
and just grab the letter before it's even... The messenger looks a bit startled, a bit sheepish, gives you a very proper extended bow oh, before you're darting off into the darkness beyond. He, he, he gets a salute back. Yeah. It involves and, one finger. Um, but you all do recognize the seal of the secret order that at some point you either joined or were coerced towards or felt was the right thing. Um, and I am going to pop up a handout. If you cannot find it, it is in the handouts tab of a fair. I'm so glad this thing has a text thing under the under the yeah, paper. It, it, the image is from the book, but is not terribly readable. Hopefully the text under it is entirely coherent. Um. <laughs> of course. So, <laughs> so, so, so that people aren't watching us reading quietly. Let me, yeah, let me. I was trying to let people read it for a moment first, so I didn't speech jam anyone. <laughs> no, I, I was going to read mine out loud in, in character. <laughs> Because I feel like Rainier would read his out loud. <laughs> you realize it's a secret order, but you can do that anyways if you would like. Not like yelling it, just like muttering yeah. it to himself, just like. Da -da 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 -da. Go ahead. Faithful friend, your sisters and brothers of the, of the esteemed Palantine are at a loss. We need the assistance of a specific expert, but to get it, we need help from you. To explain, two years ago from an ancient tomb in Katapesh, our agents retrieved a most sinister gem called a countdown clock. Within its facets dance shifting runes that chronicle the elapsing of time. Our scholars have recently determined that these shifting runes are counting down to the year 4718. This is most alarming, but we have also learned that this year is of significance to the Dominion of the Black. Beyond these facts, we are stymied. Valentine I needs to know what we ha what we face. Specifically, we need the research skills. We need the research skills of one Dr. Verid Ocelar, Ustalov's foremost expert on the Dominion of the Black, and a vaunted professor at the Sinkomakti School. The good doctor, however, is not currently in residence at his post. We understand that he has gone on sabbatical to at Somberfell Hall, a manor his family owns on the southwestern shores of Lantern Lake. Some say that his research into the Dominion has left his mind in a delicate state. If there were any other way to thwart the evils we face, we would not bother the good professor. Along with a group of like-minded and pious partners we've assembled, we ask you to travel to the professor's retreat and humbly ask for his aid. Dr. Ocelar knows the horrors of the Dominion would visit on us better than anyone, and he respects those dedicated to thwarting them. He is by all accounts a religious man, and we hope he will listen to you, consider our cause, and help us, despite the rest he is undertaking. Please without delay meet the others at the Hungry Fog in Rosenport Square at Authorday Noon. Uh, gather the supplies you need and travel together to Sombrafall Hall to beseech the doctor. Would you agree we can arrange for a stipend to pay him for his services? We humbly request your utmost alacrity. We know not what we face, nor, th nor is there time to waste. Yours in the unexplained, the eye. But it wasn't exactly unexplained, now was it? I say to myself. <laughs> I quite thoroughly explained it. <laughs> Uh, the D and D equivalent of for me. <laughs> the D and D equivalent of a Call of Cthulhu setup. <laughs> there's there's a dude who went to a who, who retreated to a family uh, to a family location on the side of a lake with an ominous name. 
and he might not be in the best state of mind right now. We need you also, to go. Also, he researches him. the dominion of the black, which is the people who do all of the bad rituals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you keep bringing this up, and we I, have a countdown I, I, clock. Start pushing for a Call of Cthulhu game. Uh, <laughs> I know, the first thing I thought of, you mustn't read from I can't the book. that, probably. There's a, there's a doomsday clock, and we need you to go find this researcher to go get to go tell us yep. what it means. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and uh, uh, Mooksy, uh, having read through this, it's like, he he just looks up and he shouts. Even though the guy the 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 guy's already wrong, gone, he is the guy that is the clearest representative. And just shouts out, "If they're like-minded, they're not pious, asshole." Um, the rest of you can probably hear that and spotting sim the similar envelope put things together. I just sort of turn and wave the envelope towards Drya. Dreja or Dreja? Dreja. 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 Uh, wave the envelope with two fingers towards Dreja. Dreja kind of looks up from her own envelope and nods, just leans over, grabs the hammer, slings it over her shoulder. Finish sharpening the dagger. Trezain looks up, sees the goblin yell that out and having an envelope similar to his, you just hear this litany of swearing coming from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds like-minded to me. <laughs> finish sharpening the dagger use it to touch up the lines on my beard and then get up start walking towards the door my shield and axe uh, Mugsy <clears throat> finishes his drink sets it down makes his way towards the door and just before he exits points to the other guy who he was berating with his with, with, with his speech and said he said he'd pay and then walk out <laughs> Roll an insight check for the roll my deception just because there is a bartender NPC I made up. All right. My deception, by the way, is plus 14. Damn, son. <laughs> but don't hurt yourself. 26. The guy looks utterly confused and the bartender just gives a sharp nod of understood. And that's why I knew I could get away with it. If this had been our Thursday game, you would have rolled a natural one. <laughs> no, mean, because not it's not something that matters. <laughs> Jeremy rolls natural ones once things start mattering. Whether or not, not you have to pay for your We're drink. not in combat yet, or we're not in potential danger at the moment. Well, it might be chromatically relevant to the rest of the story. It's not necessarily a dangerous act by itself. So, you all eventually make your way to meet up um, and, and head towards the estate. Was there anything specific that any of you wanted to do in town before you're heading out towards Somberfell Hall? Mm -mm. Nope. Not at the moment. Before he leaves the bar, Zane is going to be buying a bottle of wine. Something cheap. <laughs> All right. Easy enough. Um, I'll say three copper. Yeah. He's like, tosses, like, yeah, giving something that travels. <laughs> yep. It's easy enough to get it. And this one doesn't actually come in a fancy, in a glass of bottle or anything. It comes in specifically a travel case skin. 
uh, because dwarfs. Because <laughs> here's a wineskin. Here's a wineskin. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> clearly, they get this request a lot. Um, yeah. So, assuming that that is all you needed to in Rosenfort, which is the city you started in, because I'm lazy, um, you make your way the some 25 miles towards the Somberfell Hall estate. Um, it make it is fairly remote, but. And the road ends at the estate in the lake. Um, it's an uneventful journey, but does take, take the better part of a day, meaning that by the time you arrive, it is the late afternoon. For flavor, you guys were all day drinking. Yep. Why? Obviously. Like-minded. <laughs> Like-minded. All day long. <laughs> Um, all right. Like the smoky exhalation of a mighty beast, a billowing haze blankets the lake. A massive mansion raises from the mist, sweeping roofs top, hopping in two and a half vaulted stories. The manor's grand entrance consists of a mahogany double doors, a white marble box, a knocker fashioned in the likeness of an angel-shaped onk, um, and the tarnished brown placard that reads Somberfell Hall. And I'm going to put you guys on the map. See, the box text is not helping my Call of Cthulhu image. If you Let's look see. at the bottom most corner that I'm currently pinging, that is sort of an upwards view of the estate and the lake behind it. On um, which which corner? Okay, uh, I see. Bottom right. Yep. Mooksy looks at the looks at uh, at the 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 knocker. Like I already hate this place and this guy. Well, supposedly this isn't his place. He's just here for a vacation, apparently. It's his family's estate. It's family's manor. Yeah. Granted, do you, yeah. Do you like your family? Yeah. Fuck no. That's why I hate this knocker. <laughs> Anyone would like, they can make me a religion check about the knocker. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Let's religion check the knocker. Let's see how. Let's Wait. see how bad at religion our clerics are. I rolled a four and got a 14. Both of you succeed. Um, so yeah, you both recognize the Ankh as a symbol of Serenrite. Okay? And, and uh, with a critical success, Dreja, you notice that much of the sort of way this manner, at least outwardly, is laid out, out similarly is Serenrite. I like mm. that Zane, the cleric of Saren Ray, didn't recognize the Saren Ray knocker. <laughs> I, I mean, he, 
he may not have been looking that closely or Zane's a little drunk at this point. Zane also succeeded. 14 is a success. Oh, sorry. You said you both and all four of us rolled. I oh. thought only the two high rollers. No, I meant to say all of you. Gotcha. Okay. The two that got 14s recognize the knocker. Mm-hmm. The two that got above 20 recognize that everything is, everything about this layout is very Saren Rayite. Hey, tall man. The knocker and just walks straight up and just bang, bang, bang. There you go. They'll hate this place. That works. Let's uh, get this over with. Tall man, I think this. Uh, I think this building's devoted to your god. One oh, door creaks open, revealing a carpeted entryway with dozens of weeping candles in the floor sconces. In floor sconces, standing in the doorway is a grim-faced woman with several loose scroll in one hand. Unimpressed, she he speaks. Well, yes. And I'm going to put you guys on the map at this point. Oh, there. Uh, we, are, we are a group of travelers okay. looking for Dr. Vered Ocelar. We're told that he, we could find him here. Give the GM one moment to actually fix the map. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Even when I do all of the prep, I don't fail. I fail at prep. Uh huh. Um. The way you <laughs> over for a moment. The professor is very busy and is not to be disturbed. Come to think of it, so am I. Excuse me. Well, uh, back to my work. Yeah. Uh, he gives this. Zane pulls out his holy symbol. Just inter- just interrupts. Pulls out his holy symbol. It's like, yes, my light for Saren Ray be with you. We really need to talk to him for now. Any particular reason? Uh, yeah, sorry. Hi, uh, down here. Hi. Um, it's nice to meet you. I'm sorry. We haven't been very welcoming. I'm Mooksy. I don't know who these assholes are. Um, I, I don't know much about them anyway. <laughs> you are... Lucivi Ernesta. I really do need to get back to my work. That's right. We definitely don't want to keep you. Um, We are here in a matter of we will not be long. Uh, I absolutely promise. Um, There, we just need we we need a brief moment of uh, of Doctor Osler's time. Uh, If 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 you. We've come a long way. We could, we would really appreciate. Uh, we will make even this short amount of time worth its while. Professor's research is is quite taxing, and he is quite busy with his current subjects of study. So I must again ask if there's any particular reason you feel the need to come to his his summer home and bother him. 
Um, or if I should just be closing this door and being on my way. We have need of. Go ahead. We need to know what he about something that he's researching. That is generally why people speak wish to speak to a professor. Yes, it is uh, a matter of importance. Everyone feels that their their time is of importance. Bloody hell, stop dancing around the point. We've been hired to go and speak to the professor by people of significant note who probably don't need to be mentioned right now. And just bloody hell, we've been paid to go and talk to this professor. We're going to go and talk to him at some point. Specifically about his, uh, his research into the Dominion of the Black. This field of study. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad you know that much. We're here on behalf of the Palatine Eye. She's going to make a roll at this point. Could I potentially do it? Uh, have. Because I've been mostly nice. Yeah. Can I have had like a, a diplomacy or something like that? To have you tried know what? to. Sure. Be Okay. Um, you can make me a diplomacy check. Um, Hold on. What the f fuck is going on with my character? Um, oh, I see. I accidentally shrunk it way the fuck down. Um, well, I mean, the good news is it's a 14. The bad news is that's a 14 with a plus 11. Yeah. It's at least not a 14 with a plus 13, which would have meant you rolled a 1. <laughs> she doesn't slam the door on your face immediately, but at, her demeanor is very stern and clearly he Eve quite disapproving. Uh, I will be frank once more. The professor's time is valuable. Well, I'm, I'm sure or that you were paid quite well, well to come here, unless you can tell me something convincing about what you need to speak to him. I must ask you, as I've asked many before you, to be on your way. Look, I'm certain you're only trying to be generous, I assume. I say giving a shrug as I say. We've been paid to come talk to the professor about something that he is going to get paid to do. It's a financial obligation and a financial concern on his part. And quite frankly, the details are none of your business. So, unless you'd like to slam the door on us and have us camp out here for the next few weeks until we can get his attention, which is going to be what happens if you decide that, the easiest thing to do would simply be to pass along a message saying, the, pe the Order of the Palatine, I would like to pay him for his services. Can we speak to him? Other than just being fairly obstructionist right here at the door. Also, I, re I, 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 I apologize if this sounds like a cheap amount, but I, I tend to spend everything I get. There's five gold in it for you. She kind of looks at you. Um, what I'm trying to say is I want to make this worth it to you. 
she clearly recognizes the name and is turning it over or contrasting the value of the name with the way she has just been addressed. Um, Rainier's done with this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I regret to inform you that as his research assistant, it is actually quite useful to me to know that you might be coming about. Out of respect for your employers, come on in. Um, Thank you. Gesture you past the door into the receiving room, which is this first big area um, lit with all the candles. Appreciate it. I was like trying to find where the fuck her token disappeared to. Might be on the GM layer. Yeah, that would be the place. <laughs> Damn it, roll 20. <laughs> Something about this map makes it very difficult for me to tell what's on which layer. Hmm. Um, yeah. She'll sort of gesture you in into the receiving area and then Wait here. Oh, we'll bring the professor to you. Repeat. She walks off. And I just sort of rest my uh, I just sort of rest my battle axe head down on the floor on the ground and start using it as a like as a as like a like a like a chin rest. You know. For a place devoted to the goddess of forgiveness and second chances, this has been quite the harsh reception. Oh, for Um, God's sakes, you people. We had one slightly icy woman. This is nothing. Certainly, according to be honest and helpful, she doesn't require you to be nice. That wasn't helpful in any way. (laughs) That was helpful to the person she knows and probably trusts more. And That's her job. She's a research assistant. She's supposed to keep all of the rabble out. Fair enough, fair enough. For just out of habit, Zane kind of looks around as casing the place. Sure, make you exit what make, looks valuable. Oh make, my god. Perception. Do not drop the man. <laughs> he can't you know rob, otherwise he'd lose his magic power. Yeah, Rob, it doesn't mean he can't look. No. It is completely in character, and you're going to make a roll for it because it makes perfect sense. Because uh, we know what would happen. You would try to do it. Uh, 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 was it Lu- Lucy? Damn. I think it's Lucy. It's spelled uh, stupid. Yeah. Lucy would come back just as you're putting it in your, in, in your pouch, <laughs> and then we'd be kicked out. He but, can no longer steal, <laughs> which is part of the thing that annoys the hell out of me. Candle sconces seem like they might have some worth, but are your thief brain says not worth the hassle. The rest and of look, and welcome. entrances and exit, like, ways to get in and ways and getaway points. <laughs> um. The main way in or out from here is probably the front door. Um, you could also 
Oh, possibly try the other exterior rooms that seem to be off to your side here and, and here, though neither of them seem to have <laughs> windows as is every time I ping something on the map, Mac thinks I'm trying to access the dictionary it has inside of it. Whoops. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to stop pinging things and maybe use the like arrow to gesture or something. I don't know. Um, but there didn't seem to be any windows, so you're not entirely sure. It's possible there's a back entrance, but nothing you can see from here. The welcome area is pretty barren. Perhaps going up the stairs or further in would warrant things. The only thing that catches your eye in terms of exits, but also in terms of other things, is the, the large... Um, oh. Chandelier. Thank you. The large chandelier in the center of the area uh, that has like the interactable glow around it in your thief brain um, though that would be hard to make off with it might be useful in like an escape situation uh, William are you okay? yeah I just realized I just realized that plastic bag is right next to the mic one sec <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It sounded like someone was getting electrocuted. A little bit. Um, yeah, I was like, I need to move that back. Oh, wait, it's right next to the mic. <laughs> yep. But as you are sort of getting your bearings, out of one of the rooms comes a man uh, who I believe has box text. Um, Yay, box text! Brace for box text! Incoming! After several minutes, a disheveled-looking man and emerges from one of the rooms off to the side. Um, his eyes are bleary and his clothes rumpled. And while he still strides up to your group with vigor and extends his hand, I'm Dr. Vera and Oscar. I'm He's Dr. Making eye contact with each of you. But you well knew that, didn't you? Please, uh, explain what you've come for. I will extend the hand to shake his. Yeah. Rainier, Rainier Lionheart, here with the company of Dreja, Staltan, Vilzane, Beldran, and Muxi. Uh, we're here on behalf of the Palantine Eye, uh, requesting your assistance with, uh, who are requesting your assistance with information relating to uh, a, gem, a gem known as a countdown clock, which seems to be indicating some event occurring in the year 4718, which has also attracted the information, uh, the interest of the Dominion of the Black, who seem to find that year in particular significant. And the Palantine and I are hoping to put, uh, to pay you for your knowledge and service in discovering precisely what this issue may become. I, I see. I, I'm quite sensitive to the order's needs and worries. Um, no one wishes to understand and thwart the Dominion more than I. And I'll be sure to help you with your uh, countdown clock situation. Um, but I, I have my own research and problems, and I'm very so close to solving them, so I will need to include my own research first, and then be sure to assist you with it, your matter of urgency. 
Is there perhaps anything our group could do to assist you in your research? Um, no, no I, I have some of the best research assistants uh, in the area. I doubt any of you have the, no offense, but it's, it's a very specific subject. I have trained for years in the specific area. If I might be so bold as to assume if you were able to help with this research, you would probably be able to solve your own problems around the clock and they would have reached out to you as opposed to me. Right. So, doctor, let, let me see, make sure that I got that that I understand correctly. Um, you're definitely willing to help. You just need to handle your situation first. Yes, I have problems to solve. You're, of course, welcome to stay here. It should only be a few days before I can resolve things on my own. Um, All right, a few days? Perfect. Um, I think that's all we need. Literally, all we were doing is to ask him to come here, ask your help, and once we secured it, that's the end of our job. Uh, with all due respect, um... Uh, I'm sure you know the way. And it's been a pleasure. And I'm turning around to walk out. Okay. That was literally all that the message asked us to do. That's fair. No. <laughs> all being actual members of the order. They're going to want us to bring him along. The curing help usually means getting something more solid and specific than a verbal commitment to, I'll do yeah. that next. Um, but he's a religious like man. Me, that is absolutely fine. And I am. Muxi, the order will want us to stay and ensure that the, uh, that the doctor gets to his next destination safely and intact. He's a man of faith. I have full commit. I have full trust in his ability. Luxy, you're not going to get paid if you leave. Yeah. Fuck you, you motherfucking rat bastard piece of shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, look, I did my job. Yes, and then delivering him to his location is where we get paid. If you leave and don't arrive there with him, you won't get paid. I mean, we're going right back to where the bar is. All I have to do is keep an eye on the front to get door of the temple. Well, uh, <laughs> please have a pleasant journey. Um, we're play testing, and I'm pointing out a logical <laughs> fallacy in their adventure. <laughs> okay, so in the Players walk away. defensive pathfinder here, they did ask me to make sure that everyone were loyal members of the order who would be working <laughs> the order's ends. I felt like that was a little restrictive and let the characters be a bit broader. So That's I fair. I fault for this this logic gap. Um, <laughs> That's fair. But but no, your point is taken, and I am not stopping you. <laughs> Yet, like, maybe there's something you'll find on the road, but we'll get there if you decide to leave. Um, I've appealed to no. sort of Waves a hand at Lucy. Fine, um, I'll wait. guests and uh, join me back. We need to continue our work 
and he wanders back off into this study. Um, Lucy had joined him in returning. She'll sort of give you all a bit more respectful nod, uh, though she still seems a bit stern with at least one of you. Well, um, for those that would like to leave, I wish you a pleasant trip. Um, if any of you feel you want to stay, it sounds like you're welcome to explore the grounds. Um, just try not to cause disruption or disturb our work. I, it is in both of our best interests that things continue on a good scale, it sounds like. <clears throat> what room is it? Is it that room? I say point of the door they came through. Is that where you're doing all your research? Yes, that is the research study. I would also request that perhaps you remain out of the professor's office. It is a bit personal, of course. Right. We will confine ourselves to the public areas of the mansion. With the, with your layout of the with the decorations on the door and the layout of the the grounds, do you have a shrine or a temple to the goddess here somewhere? Um. Um, this is a devout home and the professor holds his faith quite strongly. To my knowledge, there isn't a temple per se, but if you head back, um, and she'll give fairly specific directions after I pin on the map, um, towards the recreation room, um, I believe if there is some areas for those of faith there, but um, we are not actually a temple here. Fair. Um. Also <clears throat> appreciated. Uh, I'm not, uh, this might sound a little, um, uh, what's the, 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 this might sound a little, uh, uh, Freeloader-esque, but you wouldn't happen to have anything to drink in this place, would you? Uh, yes, it, of course. There's uh, You can find some things in the recreation room. You can also find some stuff in the kitchen um, because she likes you. I recommend looking on the third shelf. Sweet. You, one can one can uh, always tell a kitchen by the tiled floor. Yep. Yeah. I'm assuming the rec room is this area on the left here. No, that <laughs> is the dining hall. The ah. rec room. For fuck's sake, shut up with the dictionary. I don't want to open the dictionary when I long hold my main click. <laughs> but uh, this room is the recreation hall. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm switching to the stupid arrow thing. Um, <laughs> this room's the this room's the rec hall. This is the kitchen. <laughs> the, the two that have been pointed out um, to you. And, and w one other thing, uh, uh, madam. Um, I'm. I, I certainly don't want to disrupt anything you're doing. So, 
and, and I don't want to go places I might not necessarily supposed to go. So you, there wouldn't be happen to be something, just some reading material. If you're curious about reading material, you can find many things in the library, which is just through here. Perfect. That's all I, that is all I will need to keep me busy for the next couple of days. Alcohol and books. Goblin after my own heart. Well, have a lovely day. You bet. I will stout, stoutly march into the wreck area and find a place to sit. <laughs> yep. And I'm going to ask all of you at this point what your bonus is to... Why do I still instinctively say cool? Perception. Um, yeah, perception, R. Uh, I have a plus six total, I believe. Where is my Let's see. perception? Why doesn't yep, plus six. Am I just missing something, or is the perception skill not actually in the skills it's section? It's under senses. There it yes. is. Right hand side, Got upper. It. Found it. My perception is plus 11. Mine is plus <clears throat> 9. Plus 11. Oh. That's what I needed to know. You know, I mean, the, the point's already been settled, Mooksy, but did you really want to be the, the goblin the lone goblin walking back to the city all by yourself on the road. Oh, right, because I've never had to worry about that before in my life. I I'm just you saying. Is it any safer on the road heading back to the city as a goblin than a goblin in the city? I mean, my point, my point being, you had a group here that was, you know, a group versus, go versus heading back on your own. I'm just saying. I'm not, I am perfectly, I, I, I am all on board with the, with, 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 with eyes, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 uh, the, the whole shtick. Yeah, I'm down with it. But all they asked us to do was come here and get him to agree to help. We both know that's the letter, not the spirit. <clears throat> Um, so I am a big fan of letters. Plus 11. Um, as you're sort of having this conversation and heading into the library, there's a part of you that's turning over bits of that conversation. There was definitely some evasiveness to the way the professor answered. He didn't seem like he was directly lying, but... I mean, it doesn't take a plus 11 perception to see that. He definitely was hiding something. Yep. Being intentionally vague. Yep. Yeah, I'm a big fan of to the letter. And I will show you how much I am a big fan of letters because I'm going to go read a whole book of them while I drink whatever is up on that third shelf. And be sure to well, enjoy yourself. While you're doing that, be sure to keep an eye out because something's not quite right in here. Yeah, we're in a play. We're we're, we're in a house dedicated to Saren Ray. What also, no shit. What also That's not what place. I meant. 
we're we're in a place where people are doing all manner of secret research on subjects that is a bit above our pay grade. So yeah, things are gonna be a bit off. Yeah, I'm not. I shit. You know what? When... What, I'm, what I'm saying is, for a professor, the man seemed a bit rattled, and specifically about the subject that he's supposed to be a researcher on. He wasn't exactly answering questions. No, we didn't exactly ask questions. We were sort of presenting our information, waiting for a reply, really. Yeah, but he's I a bit dodgy. <clears throat> keep an eye out, then. Keep Everything's out, a keep bit dodgy. Out. We call that the world. So, yes, I go find... You haven't lived in a mountain before. <laughs> There's a lot of dodging in mountains, let me tell you. That's fair, actually, yes. There's a lot of dodging in mountains. <laughs> and there's a lot of dodgy people in mountains. Um, but yeah, I go find I go find something interesting to read. I am curling up in this this chair over here. With alcohol in a book. With Looking for something interesting to read makes me a perception. I'm also just sort of scanning the... I'm scanning the library books and seeing if anything pops out at me. 16. Perception as well. I'm going to... Looking for, well, two things. Uh, looking to see if they do actually have any kind of shrine or any other iconography of Saren Ray and, around the house. And also continue casing the joint. So check the rec room like you were asked. <laughs> check the rec room and he's going to pretty much wander the house. Okay, so we're going to take this one step at a time because literally every room has box text attached. <laughs> nice. Brace for box text. Super, super necessary, yeah. but it's useful for you guys to know what you're looking at. Yeah. The library piece is an enormous marble column set with towering bookshelves. Dusty Divian and table. Those are arranged for groups to sit and study or read. Um, oh, uh, the, the 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 uh the the word the word I think you're looking for is divan. Maybe. It's the it's the it's the the yeah. It's one of those words that I've never actually heard said. I've never heard that one said before either, actually, now that I'm looking at it. A divan is the, um, you have heard that, you probably have heard the word before. Um, it I've, is, I've read the word many times. I, yeah. Yeah. No, it's you're right. the, the stereotypical, like, Middle Eastern. It's a backless um, couch. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's the yeah. thing that is improperly represented on the map proper. Yeah, it's um, the it's the sitting it's the lounging. Yeah. Thing. Yes, I I know what they are. I've just never had to pronounce the word. So, dusty divans and tables. Um, I am very I I I am very disappointed that 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 the Pathfinder writers decided to alliterate that one. I'm disappointed that they that they specifically called them divans, but they are very clearly couches in this room on the map. Yeah, it sounds like the level artists and the text editors were not, and the 
the flavor text writers were not necessarily communicating on the nature of these couches, probably because it's not that important. It's not, um, but I mean. But yeah. Um, so. Yep. So cursory inspection of the books reveals that if you contain general information about the dark tapestry, which is what you're theoretically here to ask about, um, Muxi, you grab a book as uh, Reiner, you presumably keep pouring over the shelves um, for the moment. Are you taking your time or just seeing if anything stands out? I'm taking my time, just sort of okay. scanning through. I've got a few days, apparently. <laughs> There's a lot of books here. Um, but, yeah. So, Zane, I assume you're next heading to sort of the rec room area? I'd go to the rec room first, yeah. and depending on how much time elapses, like I said, he's going to wander the house and he give sure. very um, little respect to people's privacy. This small dining area and break room features a table and a few chairs. There's on the table off to the side, you do see a few glasses is what looks like someone set up. Not necessarily a full personal shrine, but <clears throat> like casual religious imagery on the wall. Um, uh, and I totally missed what Dreja wanted to do at this point. Um, Dreja is mostly, um, she's sort of got her hammer using it sort of like a walking stick, but she's kind of gripping it very close to the head to the point where she can swing it if something comes up um, uh, and is a little uneasy at the moment and is looking around for anything that looks out of place. In this room or overall? In the overall. Well, I totally forgot the text for the receiving hall, so we're going to start with that. Go for it. The receiving hall is oppressively grouped Lumi through an unlit chandelier glitters 20 feet, though an unlit chandelier glows 20 feet overhead. Dusty red carpeting runs down the center, flanked with rows of six foot tall iron floor sconces with a few lit candles. At the end of the hall, our staircase is leading to a second floor balcony, um, which are the ones. Hopefully those are fairly obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are a few other rooms off of this hall. Uh, well, it doesn't necessarily look out of place to you. There are a lot of books here, perhaps some containing something that might be of interest. You know, this place is awfully oppressive for being set and Ray inspired. She says, kind of looking around at the at the entrance hall. Because it was specifically stated to be gloomy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And and not that well lit. It doesn't, I don't believe, I believe dwarfs, dwarves have dark vision. So it's yes. not this. 
necessarily bothering any of you, especially with the light of day in the um, recreation room. Um, and a decent amount of light for reading. But, yeah. This place... The unlit chandelier and just generally medieval-style lighting does make the entire your inner space feel not properly kept up, something off. This, this place doesn't quite feel like it belongs to the Lady of Second Chances. I mean, look... He says, looking up from looking up from 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 his from his chair. You know, I understand that Saren Ray is all lighty and 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 uh, insert other condescending phrases in relation to a goddess here, but whatever weird whatever whatever happy fluffy rainbow ideals. Saren Ray has not all of her followers live up to that ideal. It looks like doesn't mean that there doesn't mean that there's nefarious plots uh, at hand. It looks like whoever built this house was uh, far more devout than the current inhabitants. This guy looks at you know like waves his hand at some of the pictures and like you can buy these almost anywhere. They're decorations, not. Uh, not for the worship of. No, I suppose it is a family home. But I'm still uneasy here. And I haven't I haven't lived this long by ignoring my sense of danger. I'm the one who wanted to walk the fuck away, but no, <laughs> we have to stay here and make sure that he gets back on his own. Uh, comrades, I have a question. The letter we received specifically said that he had uh, retired to this place for rest, didn't it? Yes. So what's he working that. on? Look, some people, so it, it said sabbatical, I think, and to recuperate or some bullshit. I don't know. You're the one I heard murmuring to murmuring the fucking thing. Yeah, sabbatical is not supposed to be a research trip. I mean, it's possible that I mean, sabbaticals trip. are very often very specifically research. Mm -hmm. trips. It is. It is entirely possible that it's a research sabbatical, but it does it does strike me as interesting as this is not necessarily the most comfortable. Uh, looking place at the very least. Uh, he was going somewhere because his mind so because and then he lowers his voice because his mind sort of broke. So he's trying to find stuff that is potentially more relaxing, um, more. I look around at this place. Better at about. this point, Rainer, you've been going through the books, right? Yep. All right. Um, so after this, which has been about 20 minutes of you guys going back and forth, looking around this rough area, um, you are sort of pulling books out, seeing like, you know, what's this one? Seeing if there's maybe like, like anything of particular interest to you or just out of place. You're looking for his My Little Pony fanfiction, maybe. Sure. Um, 
I would be I, I would have a lot more respect for him if we learned that he had my little pony fan fiction. You um as you sort of are pulling out one of the books and leafing through it, you stop where there seems to be a note that's been shoved in. Um and I just got a bad feeling about this, all right? <laughs> How the fuck am I the optimist here? That's a good question. Why are you being the optimist? I believe you can find something in your journal. It should be under the evidence tab if it did not automatically pop, pop up. Yep, There's an evidence tab. <laughs> There's an evidence tab in the journal. I pull the little, I pull the piece of paper out, open it up. Huh? What is the book about that I'm looking at? Um, it seems to be random. Um, um, if you sort of look a little over, you notice that a stack of paper of similar or make is just on the shelf. Well, it doesn't seem like it was put here as in relation to the book it was in. Can I look at those other papers? Or does it seem like this Yeah, is they're all empty. They're like for okay. taking notes if you're doing some research Got here. Um, I'm the optimist here because you're a bunch of, you're a bunch, even, even in comparison to me, a bunch of, a, a, a bunch of paranoid, pessimistic motherfuckers. I'm not necessarily paranoid, though I am curious about this, I say, uh, looking at this piece of paper. Seems to be yeah. some sort of note-taking. Uh, something about <clears throat> transformation, a mental cage, or a remote connection of some sort. This may be what they're researching. I say, holding it up. Do you mind if I see that real quick? I'll hand it over. God it, all damn All of it. you can now see the piece of paper. Or the drawer's gonna, gonna be impossible to live with at this point. There's two of us. And it says, the, in, in this scrawl, most of which is difficult to make out, uh, the following is legible. Transformation, mental cage, remote connection. Investigate how. Yep. Going to be impossible to live with now. You don't live with me. So they you know what I mean. They found something or encountered something. Yes, yes, we understand. Uh, you don't have to say it. It sounds really suspicious, and now we all think something's going on. Well, <clears throat> it's not necessarily something nefarious. It could be genuine research into something that has piqued the professor's interest on his sabbatical. Or it could be something very, very wrong in the estate. I, uh, like I said, I haven't gotten this far without trusting my gut and my sense for danger. Well, I haven't gotten this far by trusting yeah. anything. And I certainly don't trust this motherfucker now. <clears throat> Danger's kind of swearing. Like, this couldn't be simple. This couldn't just be... <sighs> Let's simply take the rest of the day, look around, see if there's anything that piques our interest in the locations we've been allowed to peruse. It's entirely possible that this is simply 
a creepy, a very creepy house that is getting people's nerves on their edge, plus the not quite so warm welcome we received at the door previously, and the fairly dodgy reactions of the inhabitants. It could very well be nothing. It's it not nothing. Be, could just be a household full of assholes, but I. There's a bit of incongruity, and I understand, of course, not everyone who is faithful is going to be a perfect follower of their deity, but it feels like Serenry's flock usually is among the warmer sort, and this feels, even just this place doesn't feel right. Certainly, certainly. I'm not saying your concerns are not valid. I'm saying let's investigate cautiously. Um. About How all the followers of Serenroy come from a the group of you here a, background. A, the door of the study open and close and see he is sharply dressed man and with clearly much more focus on upkeep than the others you have met at um sort of walking with the bearings of someone <laughs> who considers themselves to have a fair a bit of class or confidence towards the back room, um, like towards the study. Um, he doesn't seem terribly surprised to see you, and gives a nod and wave passing by. Hello there. Hello. Royce Standish, I un understand from Lucy that you are, are with with the order requisitioning the professor's assistance. It is a pleasure to be acquainted. Pleasure. Rainier Leinhardt, at your service. Yeah, pleasure, yeah. honor, etc. Um, Fraser Stout Anvil. I was just going to retrieve something from my room, but should any of you have questions about the man, I know the professor, or, or our research, of course, I am always happy need to help with that get comfortable we had I believe we had a lot of questions. questions suddenly pop up of course would be happy happy need to answer what i can uh we had been in, we had been under the understanding that the good doctor had been here on sabbatical for his health and uh, we're curious as to what uh, potential research had drawn him away from resting and back into researching. The research itself is complicated to explain, so I'll first start with the second part of the question. Um, the professor is taking sabbatical as he found it overwhelming and teaching classes to be taking time and straining energy that he would prefer to be putting into his research. So he took some time to solve the most pressing of his problem and bringing along a few of the students he considered to be brightest and most willing to accept his invitation in um, availing himself of, of the Oscola of family manor manner her of storm uh, of Somberfell Hall right as to the exact nature of the research, everything involving the black tapestry and the um, uh, he is, of course, 
there's challenging to discuss in specifics. But let the professor's current realm of research delves into looking at what he actually knows. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Sometimes it can be difficult to figure out what an NPC knows off the top of their head. <laughs> Legit. Involves the dominion and the activities of its agents. Um, he's, of course, keeps some of that to himself out of concern born of an extended research and study, but I have done my the best to assist him with the parts that he has entrusted me with. I understand you're here on half of the eye. Do you work with them regularly? Indeed we do. Or at least <clears throat> I do. When called to. It's fairly regular, yes. Yup. Well, if you don't mind me saying, I he would absolutely he'd love to talk with you more. And and once this whole business has wrapped up, up, I am, of course, always available to perhaps assist or consult. I am currently just finishing up my own research paper, a year ahead of expected schedule, too. Oh, good for you. What are you researching? My research, of course, falls in a similar realm as my professor stuff. Is I've specifically been looking in, into the heraldry and its association with the Dominion. And he goes on for about a solid minute, completely failing to summarize his thesis in a way that makes any sense to any of you. Yep. College hmm? uh, uh, student. Muxi is this entire time, from the moment this guy opened his mouth, he's just been nodding and uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yep, no, absolutely. And, Doing, I am assuming, with his plus 14 to deception, a very good job of feigning interest. Yeah. While he's talking, uh, before he got onto his own, onto the subject of his own research, which I'm certain, I'm s quite confident he knows much about, I just want to see how much of what he was saying about the uh, professor's research was bullshit or not. Perception. 22. I will also roll that. From what you can determine, he's a little bit try. Um, Mooksy, he seems to be pretty honest. Okay. Um, Rainer, with a critical success, um, he seems honest. He seems like he might be embellishing how fancy it is a little bit. He's trying to impress you very clearly, but he seems, at least to his knowledge, all of what he's telling you is truthful. Yeah. Which means that, <clears throat> that any further information likely we'd have to get from the professor himself. Yeah. It, it does seem like you could ask the professor and perhaps get a little more, though, yeah, you'd have to try. Mm -hmm. um, I will let the others... Uh, now that he's on his own diatribe, I'll let the others sort of Continue as I continue to start going through the he books. Wrap it up pretty quickly. He seems to speak his piece and then end. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry. Oh, are there any other questions you have? No, we're keeping you from your room, and that's your your work. 
go and do your thing. Appreciate you spending your time. All right. Well, have a very lovely day. Um, and he'll go to his room. Um, wait until he. Wait until I. We. Uh, I hear the sound of his footsteps gone. <clears throat> where is his? Where does he go? Um. That's what I'm checking at the moment. <laughs> goes to this room actually. Sorry, um, I'm not on the well, which room? Oh, sorry. The, uh, one. the okay. one of the smaller ones off to the side of the area you are. He does legitimately seem to have a destination that was past where you were. Right. The the so room right next to you. To this couch. Once the door shuts, looks over the 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 the, the three comrades like Anybody understand even half a word of what that idiot was talking about? And once he got onto his own subject, no. I picked Before up something he about got the Dominion, and that's about it. Like oh. anything about the, uh, the the that was a whole lot of. Do I do I know anything about the Black Tapestry? You know it's important to the order. You can make me a religion roll. Oh. Okay. I would like to do that. Yeah. There's like any like the names that he basically name dropped. Well, I know this and I do a research on this. 20. Also 20. Um, 29. So for all of you, you don't know a ton of details about the academic study side of it. But you do know that the Dominion of the Black are people the Order very much does not like because they tend to be a cult that does a lot of horrible things like blood sacrifice and monsters. And they have some sort of either deity or motivation they serve that is specifically counter to the world still existing. So you know that. You also know that the Dark Tapestry is essentially a related element of that. The dark tapestry is, from your perspective, it probably reads primarily as like their either motivation, the driving force or motivation of the Dominion of the Black. Um, okay. By the way, I should point out just for reference, um, uh, not necessarily for this, but just going forward, I do have the dubious knowledge feat that uh, mm -hmm. that that I legitimately don't remember his name, but racist dwarf hat. <laughs> That's good for me to know in the future. At in this check, you succeeded, so right. I believe it doesn't. No, yeah, it it only it only applies if you fail a check, and then you learn one thing that's true and one thing that's not. Yep. Um, so, so something else that I just put together. Um, the name of this place, Somberfell Hall, kind of feels counter to the goddess that is supposedly being worshipped here. Does that strike any significance with me? I need to make a correction to um, to the information I gave you because I um, misunderstood how it was supposed to be conveyed to the players. Okay. The stuff I said about the Dominion of the Black is true. Um, 
The dark tapestry, however, does refer sort of to the motivating or commanding force to your knowledge. But specifically, it is also a term for the dark spaces between the stars, theoretically where madness and monstrosities are said to come. Ah, uh-huh. the firmament. Sorry, I didn't remember to say that. That's yeah. fair. That's, okay. that's also worth knowing and, you know, might matter. The dark tapestry also sure. refers to the firmament. That makes sense. Okay. So they, uh, from what I understood, they're searching into the nature of the Dominion of the Black and also <laughs> uh, the space of madness between stars above. Right. Yeah, so... My my question was: Somberfell Hall is a bit of a name that's at odds with the deity being worshipped in this place, and doesn't seem right from a construction standpoint. Because this place seems like it was built with Saren Ray in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, does the name strike any significance with Tracia? Um, make me a history is one of the roles in this system, correct? I mean, uh, uh, religion, more... religion, society, um. Occultism, no history specifically. Like generic history. I have, I have smithing lore. I don't have. I don't have any generic Make history. Me an untrained lore. Okay, uh, so that'll just be my intelligence, I believe. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Plus, plus my yeah. It sounds more like dramatic irony than anything else, and lore. also theming this session. You can still make the lore check. Hey, what, I'll the, make the lore check. Was the, hang on, was there a, one second. Hang on, I'm trying to, it's still, still a natural one. I'm just trying to figure out why that. What the down arrow means? Down arrow, means, means, natural down arrow means that you have minuses to the roll. No, no. That down arrow there in uh, the roll means you rolled a nat one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It will always it's show the up arrow. In the die results, it'll always show the up arrow for a nat 20 and the down arrow for a nat 1. And the the numbers that you're seeing there are your untrained proficiency. It's your proficiency score minus 4 plus 1. Just for for gits and jiggles, I will also roll a untrained. Um, I'm just switching my underworld lore to untrained. Alright. Yeah, it wouldn't be underworld... do you no. have a lore you wanted to no, make? No, I'm, I'm just making an untrained lo- I'll, lore. I'll make an untrained lore roll. I well. just switched it because normally it's trained. I switched it to untrained and then clicked cool. for them. I, you can actually make an untrained lore skill if you I want. I could, but that's a lot of effort. <laughs> All right. So, Zane, what you would know is that from your recollection of the area... Um, Somberfell is per is the name of the region as it was converted into the estate and might not have been a name chosen by devotees who were building this particular manor. Um, it's also a hall, which might imply that it's part of something larger. Rainer, uh, you would know the same thing, that Somberfell is sort of this region to the extent that regions become large estates and you think it might also have been the lake name you're not both of you think that might have been the case you're not sure um Muxi, you know 
because I get to do the dubious thing. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, you know that cultists used to essentially volunteer to build free manors for rich people in order to insert their religious, their subversion of the religion or corruptive magics into the wood the bedwork of these locations. You also know that um, the, uh, I hate pronouncing his name. Um, the Oscular line goes back quite a long way and may not have always been worshippers of Saren Ray. You don't know exactly when this manor was made. So it's possible it was made after the estate was acquired by at least several generations. Okay. By the way, I am officially petitioning the Final Show Films DMs to make dubious knowledge a five, put Institute dubious knowledge into their 5e games because it's the greatest feat of all time. You I can make to, that a feat if you, you don't, want me to. You don't have to petition. I'm already writing a version of it for 5th edition for the next Grand Terror game. Yes! Comment <laughs> on that is that I have been doing that with low or failing roles for a long time. I'll give you some version right. of the information that's partially accurate, but critically flawed, which isn't exactly the same thing, but is very similar. I find that in many Final Show Films games, not with you, because you pick that feat for yourself, um, that information would be then meta-treated as false. Yeah. Uh, or dangerously false. Well, now that's why I like the way it's worded about how <clears throat> some of it is true, some of it is false. You don't know which. Yeah. Yeah. And um, legitimately, in this case, because I'm not familiar with the setting, yeah, I don't know which is which. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> familiar with the setting either. I so know. I don't know if that's one what makes it perfect. Pathfinder thing. But one of those is true to this adventure. Okay. I mean, this is a family that's been around here for a long-ass motherfucking time. Just because this is a big holy place now doesn't mean shit. Not exactly a big holy place now. Uh, the other thing that I'll say, everyone who rolled um, not, not a natural one, yeah, is that manners like this generally require a lot of upkeep to retain the sort of glamorousness. And from what you've been told so far, it sounds like the professor's got a few research assistants, and that's it. There's no groundskeeper. There's that's no was what thing I was actually going yeah. to ask about. Your housemaids. Hmm. Even a cook. Now, is this place like as messy as some of this place as the map kind of depicts? Yes. The, the chairs are of dubious this nature and seem to change in your vision, but like the <laughs> level of this seems to be a study that's been used and then people forgot to put books back and there was no librarian to put them back at the end of the day. 
ah, I sat down. I sat down on this couch, and suddenly the back wasn't there. So, <clears throat> unless, in, uh, unless the event of cosmic horrors from beyond our comprehension uh, break through into the research laboratory and bust out into the remaining of the mansion, and we have to deal with it. Uh, I, my suggestion would be to remain cautious and keep your ears open, but otherwise simply go about Why would you go and invite that? Because I'm really yeah. looking forward to it if it happens. I hate I was... you, and I just want you to know, when the apocalypse comes, I'm tripping you so it eats you first. You don't have to. I'll be fight. I'll be charging towards it. The glory I'll be Torah. tripping you anyways. <clears throat> there are a few minutes, um, Royce seems to come out out of his room carrying a scroll or two. Um, anyone who'd like can make me a perception check. Yeah. Sure. See what he's doing. Not roll another natural one. It's 25. 30. 19. Ooh. This time um, Zane got the natural one. Now I got the natural one. Zane would notice that while he's carrying a few scrolls that might be of some importance, the most notable thing is that it seems he's combed his hair excessively, and it is now lying flat flatter than it was previously. <laughs> that's really important, Zane. Uh, so that's what we, everyone but Zane noticed. Yeah, well, also, you as a group succeeded... <clears throat> to notice before he came out, so presumably stop saying things that might be of concern. Yes. That was the main thing. But you also noticed his hair. As he walks by, uh, I will say, a well-kept mane is a sign of intelligence, I say, indicating his hair. And my own, which is very (laughs) well-kept. It's also a sign... (laughs) Don't mind. (laughs) Well, uh, as he goes, I'm just gonna like follow him basically down here, and I want to, as he, not really catching your attention, I just want to see if I can get a look into the room when he goes in. Yeah, easy enough. Um, I am going to get up, casually walk over, like uh, you know, <laughs> like I'm just trying to cross by, maybe heading towards another bookshelf, and I am going to bump into him, knock his scrolls to the ground, and as I help to pick him up, I have the pickpocket feet. Okay. Which is, you can palm and steal or steal objects with, that are closely guarded, such as an object in a creature's pocket or loose ring. Um, blah, blah, blah. I assume a bunch of stuff on the ground would um, yeah. Are you specifically trying to palm some of the scrolls? Yes. So basically, I'm try- I'm going to sort of, like I'm walking in front of him, like not really paying attention, like looking in the book, like tree, bump into him, sort of knock, this, knock the big pile of scrolls onto the ground and be like, oh, yeah. shit, sorry, let me help, and then yeah. palm one of the scrolls. Um, yeah, easy enough. <clears throat> You palm one of the scrolls, and that actually gives Zane the opportunity to get into position without needing to make a check because he was distracted. As long as you leave him with a decent number of scrolls, so he's not like, I was carrying eight, and now I'm carrying one. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just going to grab like one or two. Um, then, yeah. He, he sort of thanks you, apologizes that 
Yep, was, sorry, my bad. Not quite attentive enough and would head in. Um, I inadvertently and, distracted him with a compliment. As, he, <laughs> as though he just remembered. Oh, uh, please feel free to knock if you have any questions. And, um, we'll probably be quite busy, but always happy to assist. Um, right. Then as he opens the door he's not guarding anything you can see into a room that has a description box because they all do box text where a bunch of people are holding down a screaming flailing man about to be sacrificed no no he's not screaming because we would hear that he's gagged somberfell hall's salon may have once been a relaxing room for entertainment but today the chamber has been covered to a converted to a fascinatingly messy study. Um, inside, did you catch a glimpse of Lucy and, and the professor? Or you also notice another woman seemingly elven and with a shawl all over her head, head bent and over a book seemingly reading. Doesn't seem like any of them are particularly clean, aside from Royce, who, who does is very daintily, but with the air again of someone who's walking, step over of the books and texts that have been left on the ground. And then they close the door. And then I fling yeah. a scroll over at uh, at Rainier. Catch. Hey, look. Look what I found on the ground. <sighs> uh, Let's look. Any of that repeated? I know you lost. Nope. Um, I start walking back towards the, towards the study, but I will open the scroll and read it and see if there's anything on it as I'm walking. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just sitting back down and reading because I figure I grabbed like two. I'm reading the the my own. Yeah, um, both of you. You seem to scrolls of Royce research notes. Each of them are dated towards time times in, and while they're largely well organized, they do who sort of have one side column devoted to factual information and research. The other side column. Speculation, some of which goes on for extended periods about things that are probably not as relevant as he thinks them, like whether or not Victoria, presumably another research assistant, is into him or not. <laughs> yes. So no, no massively revealing insights is what you're saying. Um, not beyond what you got from talking to him. Okay. Um, if any of you had a lore specialty that was relevant, you might have gotten more out of that. Yeah. But lore special. What if I have a lore specialty in whether he is that into you or not? <laughs> um, you can make me a no, perception roll to see if you can insight check this social engagement. <laughs> Or no, that would be a um, society role. Society, okay. Yeah, I am untrained role. in society, but I still have a plus seven, so that's a sixteen. 
With the 16, um, this does seem to be fairly mutual flirting. Um, they might have vaguely different ideas about what mutual flirting between research assistants ends up leading to or what they might hope it to lead to. That's a little hard to tell from a one-sided account. Right. But, yeah, like, this is someone who's anxious and talking about a person that they're engaging in flirtation and verbal sparring and traditional courtship with, not someone fantasizing about someone that isn't actually into them back and is just being a polite colleague. You don't know how hard it is right now for me not to turn this into a romantic comedy where we're all the supporting characters trying to get these two kids together. You'd probably want to meet Victoria before... Or, or that's not how romantic... Haven't you ever seen a romantic comedy? comedy? That's you know. not how it works. All that matters is this that's guy is pining for her. That's it. So, sure. Anyway. Probably but sure. This is a Hollywood romantic comedy. The, 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 the hopes, desires, and personality of the woman in the relationship literally does not matter. Otherwise, it would be called a chick flick. Yeah. Right. That's how. And Hollywood sometimes Shana not work. even then. Anyways. Because Hollywood. Assuming that Muxy is maintaining his grip on that scroll on the couch, and I'm intentionally not noticing this. Uh, I go over to the door and sort of you, having rolled the scroll back up, use it to politely rap on the door. Yeah. Um, because it probably took you a minute or two to read the scroll. Well, an elven woman answers the door, uh, looking at um, down at the scroll and sort of up at you. It'll uh, up at me. <laughs> down at me. Yeah. <laughs> down at the scroll and down at you. Yes. Um, Pardon, uh, Royce, dropped, uh, Royce didn't quite gather up all the scrolls he dropped on his way in. I say, handing it over. She gives a nod and makes some visual signs at, at you. Um, I will sign back what I had just said in Elvish. Okay. Because I have but because I have sign language as, as a feat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. She smiles quite brightly at that. Um, and takes the scroll. She basically had just said, thanks. Thanks for returning that. I'd all give it to him. Mm -hmm. um, Fine and okay. Waves goodbye. We'll close the door. Uh, and step back out into the... Back uh, back towards the library area. Yeah. She did seem to understand you when you spoke, so you'd assume that she's not deaf, but you don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. That, that was entirely just somebody is using sign language to me. I will use sign language back regardless, because that is clearly their preferred way of communicating. Awesome. Oh. That's the kind of paladin Rainier is. <laughs> so. Are we looking into this further? And by, the, by that, I mean... Are we sneaking off to places we probably shouldn't go in the house? Or can I sit here and read my fucking book and drink my fucking wine? I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not exactly a stealthy individual. 
my armor clanks as I walk back into the library. There he goes. They said, don't go to the study. And that's don't about it. The disruption in the study, don't invade the professor's office. Those were the only restrictions yeah. you were given. Nope, yeah, those I am not stealthy at all. And I go back to my reading. Major Major clanks faintly as she walks, even though she doesn't seem to be wearing any armor. Major, for those for those Major. watching, sorry, Dreja. Major's the elephant lady in conflux. <laughs> for those watching at home, by the way, I rolled a deception check as I said, "Nope, not that stealthy." You know what? I'm curious if if, if Dreja saw through that. I am not. I am. I am. Typically calculated off of your passive, but you can roll if you are being active about it. I am actively not trying to see if anyone's lying. <laughs> no, um, not, not high enough either way. No, uh, but you critically failed that one, William. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's ten below. Uh, Zane's gonna uh. just basically start checking rooms. It's okay. Yeah. Um, he's, so, he's, he's not really going to try to hide it. That should be like, do be, uh, do at the very least be polite, I say as Zane yeah. wanders off. Yeah, 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 polite, the one, sure. Uh, uh, for the looks of it, I don't think I'm actually going to run into anyone. And just starting with these rooms here. Uh, down here near next to the rec room. Okay. Just as a reminder, the tokens are update on drop. So until you drop your token, I can't see where you're pointing with it. But okay, so let's start with those. Uh, none of these doors have locks on them. Um, so that's comforting. Starting with this one, which you know to be Royce's room. Yeah, which is probably why I'd start there. <laughs> um, these seem to be the student quarters. Um, th its room is well kept up with its military corners on, on a Spartan bed. It had a small, well kept up to desk, and then currently unlit candle. Uh, Small window shows out into the lake area behind the house. Um, the next room over that I assume you'd go to next. Um, this room is also decently well maintained with a few books stacked on a, a desk shelf, an unlit candle in a holder, or in the bed above the bed there are many folded or gami creature there's a various shapes suspended on small twine and most of them seem to be made out of discarded research paper there's crumpled up and then reused for artistic purposes Um, yeah, the rec room, I believe we already did, but yep. Uh, yeah, there's a table and some chairs. Um, <laughs> this room is the professor's room. Um, this room is tidy, he, and the bed is made 
Aiden clothes folded on a dresser. Or it seems as though it hasn't seen use in quite a bit of time. Um, you can make me a perception check if you would like. Because you are looking around. I'm not we exactly would... going to toss the room, but yeah, I, I am not respecting people's privacy. Yeah. Would we assume the study to be... Do we know where the study is at? Yeah, right. it's the one that uh, he was looking at into. D12. Wait, you can't see the numbers. It's the this room is, that they're researching. This is the, yeah, this is that they are currently occupying. It's the saloon, but it's currently the study. That's, okay, that's that the would... only room that we're not allowed in. Okay. Or you're allowed in there. They're just also in there. Yeah. They just don't want us to disturb them. So <clears throat> you went in there and started having a drunken fight. They'd probably throw you out. Because it was sort of the don't dis don't disturb the research and don't go in the master study, which was like okay, that's the same room. Uh no, you'd expect there's a. Never mind. Because I was like. The, the, the secondary precaution was for a, what felt like a different room, but is it the same room, I guess? Oh, um, Because I don't think we were given an indication of which room to stay what, out of. Yeah. So, um, they're in the researching, so we assume that room, and then study is somewhere else? Uh, that would be one, I believe, of the top floor rooms that... Um, Ignore that part because it doesn't make any sense. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I read this really thoroughly, but sometimes there's bits that I clearly didn't think about. Um, yeah. I want to find the basement. You don't know where it is yet. That's, that's the problem, yeah. Yeah. You'd have to look around. This place doesn't have a basement. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, with your perception check, like you do find a journal hidden under the bed's pillow. Um, you gonna read it? Absolutely. The journal mostly details the professor's duties on campus and praises his smartest students, especially Lucy. However, the last few pages have been ripped out. The last entry is a single paragraph dated six weeks prior. And I'm gonna share that with you as well as... Um, um, read it out. The text of that paragraph says, who is Ramlock? Why can I hear his voice? I must learn what Flicks me and fast. The god unsafe my poor students if I fail. <clears throat> that name doesn't sound familiar at all. Um no. Um never encountered this person now. Um I'm gonna put the book back. Okay. <clears throat> And just come out and go, has anyone ever heard of someone named Ramlock? Or something? I don't believe so. I'm going to guess that's a no. No. 
It seems the good professor is hearing voices. Oh, someone named Ramlock. Would that potentially be in relation to this? I say holding up the note again. The other one that says uh, um, transformation mental cage remote connection. Definitely in the same handwriting as that note. Would also seem then that the professor is prone to leaving, uh, well, aside from what I'm assuming is something you found on a desk, very plainly visible, his notes around. Uh, could you guys all stop researching, sneaking around? Because I'm already, I was already really close to the point of feeling obligated to looking into this, and now we're we're almost past the point now. It's not sneaking around. I wasn't sneaking at all. Zane has literally just been walking in and out of doors. Dreja actually... If you're not stealing anything, it's wrong. It's just considered rude. Dreja's actually going to try and check this room over here to the side. All right. Race for box text. Um... Oh, yeah. There's also a closet door in the professor's room. Uh, but yeah, Dreja, as you look around, this old storeroom is filled with trunks and old moth-eating clothes, damaged paintings, broken sconces, the like. Okay. Seem pretty hefty, but not necessarily actively used. There's a fair bit of dust in the room. Another case of map designers and and flavor text writers not being in communication. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's slightly better because the map is actually designed for the encounter. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck you guys! As he yeah, as he gets up and starts walking upstairs. Yeah, she'll 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 sort of like gingerly step through this room, sort of keeping an eye out, just looking at things, but mostly just heading for the opposite side door and seeing what's in the next room. I remain on the couch um, reading a book. There's more storage in boxes here or, and, you know, another door that seems to leave and lead into the study. Mm -hmm. Because what I don't know won't force me to act. Right? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried that. But these two assholes... Yeah, us with the high wisdom scores. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you're heading upstairs, correct? Yep. All right. Um. Dooty dooty doo. So, if you look in these doors, there seem to be <clears throat> bedrooms. Um. All right, well, downstairs were everybody's, Duty all the room. people that we know of's bedrooms. These ones don't seem to be actively used, used but with a general knowledge of how houses and fantasy settings are laid out, um, the downstairs rooms are likely servants' quarters. These are likely guest rooms and a master bedroom. Right. So they don't seem to be what's being used right now. Uh, 
I will start investigating this room. Sure. Um, the northern side of this room sports a very large cellish style, all iron and glass. This door that opens onto expense, expansive balconies overlooking the lake. The drop to the ground is about 10 feet, though I've grows on the balconies trellishes. Okay. Um, yeah. I missed it. Wait. Were these the rooms that they were offering to us? I mean, it wasn't specific, but... I thought, okay. Because I know that they mentioned rooms. Yeah, they were pretty general about... Okay, just look wherever, it, okay. So, so you imagine that y yes and, like, not with any level of this is your room state in it or any. Right. Um, All right, I will continue. I'm assuming yeah. then that there's probably not a lot up here, but I will go. The other two rooms are the same. Um, do, 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 do. No, there's something I need to. Um, the other two rooms here, they'll take some time to look at, but are the same. There is also a pathway here, if you didn't see it, that seems to lead further up. Um, yes, I I was checking out this room, this this area before going up. Yeah. Um, and once yeah, once this is all cleared out, I will yeah. Sure. Um, during that time, uh, because he started a bit before everyone else, Zane, having looked at those five rooms on the bottom floor, where are you headed? After searching those rooms, I didn't find anything. Um, Zane is going to well, just... Well, you didn't check the closet, but in the rest of it, you didn't find anything. Yeah. yeah. Or you found a book. Found a book. Put the book back, and yeah. Zane will come out and head towards the kitchen and just look at Rainer and just go, I'm going to see if they've got a wine cellar. Now that, let me know if you find. <laughs> Coming to here, I figure if it's if the wine cellar is going to be anywhere, it's going to be off the kitchen or off the dining room. All right. Yep, that would make a fair bit of sense. Um, the floor to ceiling glass panes, a luxury that must have cost the Oscalars a fortune, make up this polished dining room's entire western wall. Um, uh, a solid mahogany dining table overlooks this magnificent vista through a layer of thick, though a layer of thick dust covers it. Small serving trays and furniture are arranged neatly around the room in clusters. Well, that will answer the first question I had. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they've been using this place. Um, this is brightly lit during the day, unlike the rest of the manor. Uh, but no, it doesn't seem like it's being used. So this is partially me being snooping around, and this is also partially actually legitimately looking for a wine cellar. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, what's in the closet off to the side over here? All right. A small pantry contains two large ceiling-high shelves filled with preserves and cooking supplies. Um, you can make me a perception if you'd like. Oh, 25. Sorry. Uh, yeah, with a 25, um, there, there's a fair bit of food here. Nothing stands out tons to you. The things that do catch your eye are seven cloves of garlic and four flasks of lamp oil. Uh, but that's, that's about what's here. Food and lamp oil. Um, and right now we're going to transition over to Dreja. Um, you've checked these closets. Yep. Where are you heading next? Um, probably, if nothing seems to stand out in this area, probably going to then just cross immediately over to the kitchen. All right. So you and Zane probably arrive there about the same time. Um, <coughs> the kitchen contains large food preparation counters as well, well as counters along the walls with small fire pits and built-in ovens. Um, you would notice that no food seems to be stored here or um, that seemingly reserved for the pantry that Zane has previously checked through. Um, but there's a few knives, well-made kitchen knives, um, in this space. So if, if Zane's headed in there around the same time as Dreja is, she'll ask, do you see where they keep their food? Um, no, actually, like, Zane comes out of the pantry with, like, a jar of, like, preserves, like, preserved fruit, and he's just eating it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got some in here. How, uh, how does this, how, okay, that, that makes an amount of sense. Because I'm sort of wondering, this kitchen doesn't look heavily used, does it? Not at no, all. No, it looks a little more used than the dining room did. No, they definitely haven't been eating in the dining room. All right. I see. I suspect. Okay, if the kitchen looks like it has been used occasionally, yeah, that makes a little more sense. Looks like they don't really come in here that often. See anything that looks like a wine cellar? Can I take a look for a trap door to a wine cellar? Sure. Give me a moment. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, God damn it. Be consistent about how you notate things. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Aaron. This is a role-playing game book. They don't do I that. I understand that. Um, That's not how they operate. It's not their way. Yep. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything that would lead down into a wine cellar. Though... Ooh, there is some wine stored on a shelf in the pantry, which um, 
It looks like your gnomish friend already has been to once. Gnomish. Goblin. Goblinoid. Yes. I I can remember my characters that don't change every two weeks, okay? Uh, the gnome hasn't been around for a while. Speaking of your goblinoid companion. Yep. And things that might drive one to drink. Yep. Um, there's a... There's a door. Wait, this area is padlocked, though. <clears throat> well... It certainly it, it certainly would be unfortunate if I didn't it, it, it certainly would be an obstacle if someone didn't have a plus seven to their thievery. Um right. I'm going to try to pick that lock. Alright, you've got the tools for that? Yeah. Cool. Hey, I'm not the only one. <laughs> uh, do, do, do. I'm going to try again. Okay. <laughs> That's better. That's much better. This is a really solid padlock, and you don't manage to open, get it open. I am going. Damn. I am going to look at it for a long period of time as if I'm threatening it. And then I am going to, let's see here. Dooty dooty doo. I am going to. Uh... Yep, yep, that is definitely a thing I am going to do. I am going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. Oh no. To bust the lock. Sure. Uh, I believe spiritual weapon has like a role associated with it. Let me... uh, that is a good question. Probably. Cast a weapon up weapon pairs next, next to a foe of your choice, <laughs> such as a lock within range and makes a strike. <laughs> yeah. This uh, lock except... is your foe, you say? Yes, it is. Attacks with the weapon, use your attack modifier with that type of weapon, but substitute your spellcasting modifier instead of the actual ability mod, blah, 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 blah. Um, so basically uh, make a proficient attack roll because you presumably picked something you've got proficient, away. Uh, pr yeah, uh, proficient spell attack yeah. roll, basically. A so proficient spell attack roll with a level of proficiency corresponding to a weapon that you choose. Right. Um, this is simple and intuitive. Mm -hmm. So I need to switch this to charisma, basically. Uh, fuck you! It's a non-moving lock! You hit the stationary object and, and put a significant dent in the in sort of lock's connection to the door. Smack! I mean, it's really obvious, but you're you're breaking it. Everybody's downstairs in the law in their study, being study people. Do do I hear the sound of a lock? You know what? I'm going to make everyone roll perception just to see how loud. He, see if any of you hear it. 
Let's see if any of them hear it. Oh, wow, 16. Oh. Only got a 17. I feel like regardless, I am I am able to get off another attack oh, before absolutely. anybody gets here. Go for it. Um. <laughs> That's better. And with seven more damage, you sort of take off both the lock and the handle of this door. Sweet. Um. Stairs are also on the far side of the library, so it's entirely possible that nobody hears that downstairs. You make your way up to the yep. attics, which I'm just going to drag you to so you know which one okay. it is. Um, this is a cluttered storage area. Um, there's a lot of junk in here. Why do you padlock a fucking junk attic? I am starting to search. Yep, make me a perception roll if you would like. Okay. Twenty. All right, it takes you a fair amount of time, which means that we're gonna get to those perception checks now. Um, Rainer, as your, um, actually this makes sense, as you're trying not to notice anything, you do hear a sound that's kind of like the Star Wars laser noise coming from upstairs, which, Given you are a person of faith, you definitely associate with the spell spiritual weapon. I sigh in Dwarven. <laughs> Put the book down and begin walking towards the stairs. Okay. I have a very slow movement speed, however, so... <laughs> I mean, before Mooksy has found anything in the attic, so I guess, Jeremy, I assume you're... Room meaning to rummage through stuff, not just yep. personally nothing. No, back. no. This is an extended <clears throat> search because literally nobody padlocks a door in a creepy-ass place like this for no reason. Yeah, and we will definitely get to that, but Rainer does get up before you who... Um, does it seem like anybody else is like like as as, as I'm heading towards the stairs? seems to be yeah. moving anywhere specific though some of your friends are investigating kitchen. Yeah. So is completely within what normal people might do in a gloomy house. Not um, not hearing anybody coming bursting out of the study though. I will proceed yeah. upstairs. Find yeah. what I presume are the pieces of a lock on the ground next to an open yeah, door. Find a bit of a lock and also a bit of a door on the ground. And it's a wooden door, so that's probably not going back together without effort, and it's pretty obvious. But sort of as you reach the top of the staircase and are looking through this junk attic, Mooksy, you pull away a one um, uh, one of the larger sort of it looks like half of a sofa cushion, maybe, you know, some of the stuff that you keep up in this place. And yeah, you mean, I mean, you really, yeah, there's a reason you were searching here. In the northeast corner, 
in one of the attic's windows is a decaying humanoid corpse. Um, okay. Like there. Uh, yeah. Swears and goblin. <laughs> uh, and yeah, at this point, I keep on wanting to call you Ragnar. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just the character art is similar. Um, but yeah. What have you found, Muxi? I hate... Well, you're just, you're like me. You don't want to get look into this shit. So not you. But those other two assholes suck. What have you found? I say coming across. I pull up a body like, Hello! I am the result of suspicious activity! How are you? A decaying body flops around. Oh, and a metal object dangling in, in through one of its hands. Oh, what's this? If you can oh. please stop puppeteering the body, Look, <laughs> see that metal object looking at a little more closely is a letter opener with the monogram V O embedded on the. Wait. The VO? Yep. As in? As in? <laughs> Varen Oscalar? Yes, as in Varen Oscalar. I mean, that is usually how monogramming works, his first name, last name. Can I? Um, can I? I want to, yeah, I want to medicine sorry. check this. Fucker. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask, is if I could, if I could see uh, what this corpse does. a religion check for this. Ooh, okay. But. Yes, you can absolutely do that. I'm good at both. Eleven. I specifically have the hospice night creature. Which means I've seen a lot of death. Twenty-seven. Good. That saves me from well, I don't know, we might still have to. We'll see. We'll we'll see if we will be talking with a dead person here in a minute. Um so well, you have the dubious knowledge feed. Uh, Moxie, this doesn't occur to you, partly because you're looking at the um, item, but Rainer, it's very quickly obvious to you that this is not just the remains of a person that died a while ago. This is specifically the, the body of a dead, re-dead zombie. Well, you don't necessarily have to worry about a murder occurring, as this was a zombie already when it died this time. And with with a critical success, you can also tell that the wounds to its head and, and arm seem to have been made with a small, dull blade, probably the one Muxi is like a mo Like a letter opener with a yeah. monogram of our benefactor, of our host. Yeah. So what we're discovering is that the good doctor killed a zombie with a letter opener, which props to him, certainly, because that is fairly impressive. Why is there a fucking zombie in the house? That is the other question, isn't it? I So Muxi looks really, really fucking annoyed right now, mostly because... He has been prompted into doing something other than enjoying his book and reading. Mm -hmm. So he grabs the he grabs the zombie. Yeah. 
he, I am going to spend spell points <laughs> to activate my angelic wings. So I can't. So, so, so wings of light spread from my back, and I am flying this fucking zombie out of this room, down the stairs, and straight to the fucking study. All right. But because there were other people who could have yeah. been doing something concurrent to that, we will get to the results of that in just a moment. <clears throat> That's going to be fun. Um, as the two of you have looked through the kitchen and looked through most of the bottom floor, <clears throat> the only place you know that you haven't checked on this floor is the professor is the study that everyone's in, which you could go snoop around in, but might be a little rude, and the professor's closet, which is rude, but no one's there to tell you it's rude. Uh, I feel like the professor's closet might be a good place to look into. That is up to the people who are downstairs. I know. I'm just saying that out loud. Yeah. I can nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd ask you... Ask JJ. It's like, yeah, find anything in the storerooms over there. William, William, can you hear us? Is William's camera frozen for anyone else? I think William's asleep. Uh, Did William uh, fall asleep? I'm not quite. <laughs> I just very tired because like but almost right. four in the morning here. Uh, you were asked a question. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> correction. Uh, mostly, uh, did you find anything over in, in the those rooms over there? Was it uh, mostly or... mostly storage? Uh, didn't see anything immediately of note, but I didn't look very hard. Well, let's see if the professor has any skeletons in his closet. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's got a zombie in his attic, so. Had to be said. Way over to the. It legitimately did not have to be said. Nope, nope. It was called for. Um, you make your way over to the closet. Um, this unremarkable storage room contains a few scattered empty trunks that look to have been untouched for years. You can make me a perception check if you would like. Also, I would like to point out that in an overall arcing manner, in the final show films group, there are much better closet jokes that can be made, not involving skeletons for their games. <clears throat> but see, you just found a zombie, so I had to go that direction. Um, it was necessary. It was, she was practically contractually obligated. And check. Uh, I got a 16, so... <laughs> okay. Hey, Williams. <laughs> That's fine. No. Um, oh, were you wanting William to make a perception check? Yeah, that's. Oh, sorry. I wasn't. I hadn't like fallen into that room, so I was okay. Oh. Let me go ahead. Yeah, I can go ahead and do that. Uh, twenty-nine. Yes. Okay. So, Dreja, you, um, as you look around, you notice that while there's dust on most of the 
is space. There is no dust on the floor near a small rock in the northeastern corner of this room. They like the northeastern corners of rooms in this game. Um, Apparently. I, I've mostly been like leaving that out, but that's happened a lot this adventure. Um, it's a kind of like a feng shui thing, you know? Maybe. Murder feng shui? Is that a thing? Yes. Dexter uses it a lot. If you move the door aside, you find what you have actually been looking for, but not perhaps for the reasons you were looking for it. There is a trap door here. Um, the trap door seems to be locked, but you can make it Avery, check if you have the tools. I do not, but I found the door. Um, yeah, well, let's see what's under there. I will, I will retrieve Zane. Was that in the kitchen or in the closet? It was in the closet. In the closet? Okay, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's see what we can see. Yes. Yeah, not much. Apparently, yeah, apparently not much. Uh, yeah, but you can try again because I let the other thief who rolled not well enough try again. It's been a while. Or Dreja can introduce the trap. <laughs> <gravity. laughs> that was worse. Uh, you find yourself unable to move this lock. As this shrieking, shrieking goblin screams come down the staircase. <laughs> I was actually imagining that these things were concrete. Yeah, no, I'm it. joking. Yeah. I'm joking. He's actually not screaming anyways. Mm. Uh, it's a very complex to... lock. But I mean, a locked basement in your closet is a bit suspicious and might indicate why he's not staying up in the master bedroom or anything. Mm -hmm. um, so here's a question. Yep. I'm a blacksmith. Mm -hmm. Can I break a lock with smithing tools? Absolutely. It's much louder. Or you just want to use a crowbar. Make me a smith tools check. All right. That's a, that's a crafting check. Yeah. I am a master at crafting. Maybe I'll roll well. I would like to craft this lock open. 19. You did not. You need to use your pickaxe like it's Minecraft. No, I'm kidding. With that, there's a fairly loud sound as you snap this open and uh, find crack. water to go down within. But um, as you are descending down, because there's several doors in the way, you miss the visage of an, an angelic elf, elf flying down some Goblin. stairs with a corpse, providing perfect cover for you being loud because is as there's a notice of the loud sound, there's also... A goblin with a corpse. <laughs> yep. Um, Being Lucy, followed by a dwarf. Lucy walking out into the main area and starting to look around. The corpse, the goblin e. with angel wings, and possibly a dwarven cleric. Fly down, just drop the corpse on the ground. What Hello. is going on? Flying Goblin Delivery Service, you seem to have left this zombie in your attic. 
And I think that's where we're going to end for the night. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>